so excited to be talking it's been like well we saw each other on father's day and then we haven't like seen each other since and like all hell broke loose in your life last week so yeah yeah we'll touch on that we just want to say really quick the state of the country is crazy right now and we fully acknowledge that we have our own conversations with our own families about that and we're going to keep it off our podcast just because there's enough room in the world for that talk and we want to keep this lighthearted right and you know, talking trash TV and trash celebrity, whatever. So yeah, we want to have fun and the world is too, it's too high strung right now for me and I, I, I can't process it all. So, right. So we're just, yeah, we're just putting that out there, but I I don't even know where to start. Like, well, I'll start with my week from fucking hell. Part last week. Okay, cool. let me just say really quick. Last week, you and I saw each other on Father's Day. I right. like on like a couple of days before Father's Day, I like started this really deep mental slope. And I'm sure right. it was like obvious. Like it was hard for me to like be upbeat. Right. And then so I'm just kind of like checked out all week. I'm doing my best when I'm checked out. I have my phone. Thursday morning, right? Or was it Wednesday morning? For me? Yeah, like when did I finally text you back? Because you text me at one day and I was like, oh my God, my kids have my phone. I never saw that text. Was it Wednesday or was um, that Tuesday that you texted me? I think me? it was two. I texted you, I think Monday, Monday night. That you went to the ER. Yes. Yeah, so Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So I let the kids have my phone. I like fall asleep, go to work the next day. Liz texts me. <laughs> Let me just read you what you text me because it literally went from like la di da Tuesday morning to I'm sorry, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it went from <laughs> zero to a thousand so fast, so fast. Oh my god, I have to go back so far. I'm <laughs> so sorry, everybody. Let me- so the last podcast that we put out, we had talked about all of the problems I was having. Yes. I'd gone to ER before. I was in so much pain. Um, on Father's Day, when we saw each other, I was still in pain, but it wasn't as bad. I thought that it was kind of getting a little better. Um, I was just, you know, kind of crossing my fingers, hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, I started like sliding down again. The Monday after Father's Day, I started like sliding down again. I had a fever all day. I was super nauseous. Yeah. You were not well, not well. I get home and I go to, I have an at-home checker because I am on blood thinners, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have an at-home checker that tests like how thin my blood is to make sure that I'm in therapeutic range, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Try to test my blood four times at home. And my checker will not read it. It basically, my blood is too thin. It literally won't even read it. <laughs> Where's so your like, blood? It's not here. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. You actually don't have any. So uh, <laughs> that's water. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so I told Christian, I was like, okay, this isn't just an error. Like this isn't just the machine fucking up. Like I've tried it four times and nothing's happening. Right. So then I decided I have to go to ER. 
And I decided yeah. to go out to the ER where all of my doctors are. I'm glad I go you did. to care. Like, this is where I go to all my care, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to the ER. So then I text everybody. Yes. So you text me at 6.45 on Monday. And it says, I'll let you know this time. Just got to the ER. Pain was getting better, but today it started getting worse again. Now I have a fever and I've tried to check my blood four times today and it won't give me a reading. Now appetite at all today, nauseous off and on. So I don't respond, obviously. Right. And I'm just like, oh, I was in and out sleep Tuesday, go to work. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Liz and I haven't talked in a while, but like, it's probably just a fluke. Cause I'm right. like fucking drowned, like mentally not well. Right. So then Tuesday at 12, you text me. dude fuck today i am still in the hospital they admitted me my blood was at are you okay with me reading all this yeah Yeah, yeah. my blood was at 10.5 it is supposed to be between 2.5 and 3.5 so i couldn't blood out because it was so thin yeah no shit also they're going to do surgery (laughs) like what also they're going to do surgery once my blood is back in normal range they're probably going to take out my left ovary and they found another cyst on my cervix that they want to take out. Okay, so I have no idea what's going on. And I was like, oh, wait, I never saw this text. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Are you okay? What's going on? Right. So I get to ER. They tell me your blood is 10.5, which, okay, for reference, a normal person's blood is at a one. My blood is supposed to be between 2.5 and 3.5 because I have mechanical heart valves that stay thinner, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Okay. So mine is at 10.5 now. Yeah. So literally if I would have like scraped my knee or whatever, I could have hemorrhaged internally. You're done though. Right. Like this is a very real possibility. Right. So the doctors are concerned, obviously. <laughs> Were they all like, holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. All holy of them shit. are like. Oh no, we need to give her. So the antidote. <laughs> no, for, no, 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 no. Right. So the antidote for the blood thinners that I take is vitamin K. So yeah, like leafy green, spinach, kale, all is high in vitamin K or obviously like an IV bag. So they give me an IV bag full of vitamin K. Doesn't even touch it. Literally still the same. Oh my so, God. So then they have to give me these three, like big giant, I mean, giant vials, like a pill bottle size vials of this like concentrated vitamin K, whatever. So they do that. And then it brings it down low enough to have surgery. Cause now I'm headed to the OR. Okay. Were you then, like, what, what the fuck's going on? Yes. Yeah, so I go to the ER, obviously they have to do like a pelvic exam to see what the fuck is going on. Like why I'm in so much pain, yeah. do ultrasounds, all this stuff. And so they do all this and the doctor comes back in and was like, um, so we think your ovary may be twisted, which is the problem, which would cut off all blood supply. It would like, it's a big deal. Like it's a big fucking deal. Right. So they're like, we're, are you okay with us just taking it out? And I was like, yeah, <gasps> like I'm not going to use it anyway. So go for it. I don't care. Right. But still so, it's like, holy shit. You're just right. going to cut me open. Okay. Well, it was so weird because we all know that I have anxiety over literally breathing Mm -hmm. this. I was so calm. I was so fucking calm. Like, yeah, yeah, they're just going to take an ovary out. That's cool. Whatever. Did you just feel like, okay, that makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Fix it. Yes. Yeah. 
like I get tired of feeling like this. I have a fever. I have all this stuff. Like I'm just really over it. And so take it out. Like, yeah, that's fine. So were you at the hospital by yourself at this point and Christian Uh, was at work? Yeah. Because the last time I went to the hospital, they didn't really do anything. And Mm so (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'll just go and you got to go to work. So just go to work, whatever. So obviously I'm texting Christian all night long and he's at work the next day. And he's like, this is a big fucking deal. And so he's probably panicking. Yeah. So finally they took me in for surgery. And when I woke up, I had texts from Christian that was like, my mom's on her way. She'll be there when you wake up, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, Christian was able to be there when I woke up. And so, um, which was nice. I was glad, but yeah, they basically get in there and yes, I did have a cyst, which showed up on the ultrasound. Fine. Great. They drained that. Um, they also found out that, uh, I just have a big giant blood clot in my abdomen that is bigger than a fist. That's crazy. So a big hematoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're not, which is like a bruise basically. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like whatever. Mm -hmm. They're not totally sure how it got there. And, um, because I'm on blood thinners, there was four surgeons and all of them are like the fuck I'm not touching that. Not with a 10 foot. So what would they normally do? So normally they would take it out. Okay. But because I'm on blood thinners, they were so worried about me bleeding and then not being able to control it, which is fair. And eventually your body will reabsorb all that blood. And Mm -hmm. so that's what they want to happen. How have you been feeling? Like, um, each day, honestly, I'm, I am feeling better. I think possibly part of it is because they drained that cyst. Yeah. So even though I still do have the, a blood clot or hematoma or whatever you want to call it, um, I do feel better mm-hmm. at the end of the day. My stomach is really sore, just like really achy. Um, I don't know if that's partially from the surgery. Like it was, it was laparoscopic, but still like mm-hmm. part of it could be from the surgery part of it. I don't, I don't really know, but what the fuck, dude? It literally went from like, I'm going to go to the ER because my blood checker won't see what's going on to you're in surgery within 12 hours. And now you're in the hospital for, I was in the hospital for five days. After or total? Total. Jesus. <laughs> so it's been a fucking week. Dude. I feel for you so hardcore. Cause I know that like, even after surgery, it's not like you're really getting good rest. You're just no. so, laying in there oh. waiting for them to fuck with you. Right. So then the hospital, I'm not sure why, but the hospital only does things in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know why they can only feel productive at 2 AM. Right. But that shit really needs to fucking stop. It's the fucking worst. Like, you're supposed to go in there to heal. You can't heal. No. Then I have a neighbor that, my <laughs> God. Can I have a neighbor? <laughs> this woman, even my mother-in-law was getting pissed. Like, this woman was off the handle. Absolutely. So they let the you have visitors then? Yeah, they let me have two visitors. You just had to um, show nice. your, you had to just show your vaccine card or a negative COVID test to get into the hospital. Okay. Which, whatever. That's so um, nice though. I didn't, I didn't know what the restrictions were now. Yeah. So you can have two at a time. Wow. Which is 
I mean, I that's feel like that's super nice standard, right? Yeah, but the whole time we were visiting Miles, we could have one period. Right. So I didn't, I just didn't know where it was at now. Right. And so. when I go to his appointments, there's still like only one parent, only one parent. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, we're in 2022. Weird. Like I'm fucking whatever. Yeah. So that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Cause it's at the same facility. I know. It's just annoying because I'm like, Sam and I want to start doing one thing together when it comes to miles and his health, like fucking shit, right. dude, anything. God, whatever. So yeah, that was my, this last week. So what's the plan of action now? So you kept your ovary. So I kept my ovary, which I mean, they could have taken it. So I wouldn't have really cared, but right. Um, kept my ovary during the cyst and I need to go see, uh, he had an MRI done and MRI done in the hospital. It was inconclusive. Are you kidding me? So that was cool. Um, why how because they still like they saw the hematoma like they saw what was going on but they kind of wanted answers as to like how it got there mm-hmm. and there was none mm-hmm. and so I do have to go back in two months and get another MRI because they want to see the size of the hematoma and mm-hmm. if it's being absorbed mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if it's not being absorbed then I would have to have go in and have surgery to have it taken out but that would not be a laparoscopic that would be like like a c-section Damn type it. cut okay. um, so I'm really hoping it's absorbing yeah and so <laughs> follow up I am with so glad you're okay <laughs> right follow up with a gyn follow up and then I have to go to a specialized um, urologist slash gynecologist because of the other cysts that I have, they think it's not only attached to my uterus, but attached to my bladder at the same time. And so to take that out, they would have, if they have to do anything with the bladder, then they would need a urologist, obviously like a gynecologist can't do that. So Damn, dude. Now I have to go to a specialist to see about that. I don't know. It's like a lot. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you're dealing with all this. And it's like my normal time of the year to like follow up on all my cardiology stuff. So today I had to go get an echo. Oh my God. Then your I'm like, echo today though. Okay. I was texting you this whole time because I yes. literally could not believe this lady. No, the, you should have told somebody. I feel like the balls on this lady. Yeah. The disrespect were wild. Like I have gotten probably a hundred or more echoes. Mm-hmm. At, pro- assuming mm-hmm. at least one every six months. And I'm almost 31, like mm-hmm. plus hospital stays, whatever. It's probably about a hundred echoes. And, um, this woman decides to tell me that I cannot use my phone during the echo because I can't lay still enough if I'm on my phone. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. She Back picks you. up my phone and moves it to the chair. So you can't even reach it. Can't even reach it. Oh my God. Then she's doing the echo, whatever she, some, some people press really hard and some people are like nicer. This woman presses really hard. So she's irritating me because she's hurting me. Right. And so, but you can't really say anything. Cause that's like their 
like each one has their own technique. And so it is what it is. It is what it is. Like it's not the first time an echo has hurt, even though I know it's just an ultrasound, but sometimes it feels like they're trying to shove that wand in between your rib cage and it's painful. Right. Um, so she presses hard, which is irritating. And then my doctor was in the lab today. And so she called my doctor just to make sure she got all the pictures and stuff. Well, while she's out calling my doctor, she just leaves my gown wide open, no towel, no nothing. She just thinks that this is appropriate. And I asked, can I wipe myself, like wipe all the gel from the ultrasound off? And she's like, no, because if we need more pictures and oh my God. Like, I'm just supposed to lay here like a fucking one night stand whore with gel all over, <laughs> like <laughs> what the Where's the dignity? Where is the respect? <laughs> right? Are you gonna call me an Uber sake. for the middle of the night too? Like, what the? Wait, fuck? did you? So you don't have a bra on? Like, you just right? No, no bra, no nothing. Just right. a gown open. So in the she front. just walked away. Like, this is normal. Right. You should tell like, somebody like, hey, just FYI, her bedside manner is garbage. You might want to re. <laughs> Right. Even when she, like, even when I first got in there, she's asking my full medical history, all this stuff. Okay. There's a sheet of paper that tells her what pictures she needs to take. And there's a, on that sheet of paper, it has my medical history. So why are you asking me? My name and date of birth should be plenty. Right. Um, also I've never once in the hundred echoes I've ever had, never once have they taken my vitals, but this woman decided that that was necessary today. Maybe they're all nervous because you just had surgery. I don't know. Like, I know it's not a big deal for her to take my vitals, whatever. It's just irritating. It's like another step of why is this any of your business? Mm -hmm. I get that. So that was today. (laughs) (laughs) I just. Wow. Not catch a break this week. Wow. Yeah. What are your plans for the weekend? Hopefully nothing. No, absolutely nothing. Like, and I have not 4th clean. of July off. Yes. Do not clean. Take a breather. Right. No, I'm not doing anything. Because you got to breathe, dude. Let your body rest. I know. I know. I'm so just, I told Christian, I was like, I feel like since I've been sick, I haven't sat down. Also, we all know I complain about work all the time and how busy work is. Mm-hmm. And um, I missed an entire week. And uh, today shit. was month end and I had to leave early to go to my echo appointment. Damn. So um, I'm having a really good time. Damn. I'm so sorry, dude. And uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, not much you could say after that. <laughs> I'm just, I just cannot believe that. Like it escalated so fucking quick, but I also was not surprised because we were, when we were talking on Sunday, I was like, I feel like it's not okay that you're just not going to see an OB for a month. Right. Like that doesn't right. seem normal. No. Uh, it turns out it wasn't. <laughs> no, it so, sure wasn't. <laughs> that was the wrong call. Um. Well, and not only that, but like the first hospital I went to, they never checked how thin or thick my blood was. Idiots. They, even though they knew that I was on blood thinners, they also, um, I'm pretty sure I got an infection from there, which raises your 
Girl, don't go back to that motherfucking hospital. The no. hospital's garbage. And so you think that you got it from them? Well, I tested negative for any infection and I was obviously in pain. So nothing Did they else. Did test you? Yeah. I've had so many fucking doctor's fingers and swabs shit. and shit. Oh my God, girl. Do not go back to that fucking hospital. No. So yeah, I got. Holy shit. Which is probably why my blood was so thin because. I was trying to fight any, the infection. Anytime you have an infection, your blood thins on its own. And oh my God, dude. Yeah, I was pissed. What a nightmare. What they an to, absolute nightmare. They had to like sanitize. Like, I guess when I was in surgery, they like sanitized and cleaned it all out. All of the like infection. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, right. <laughs> you did what now? <laughs> You sanitized down there and then it's all gone. What'd you do? You put a blue light up there, a purple light? What'd you do? I'm not sure what they did. But, uh, like, what, how do you just like take care of it? I don't know. I don't know. That's just wild. That's what they told us too about Miles when he went into surgery because he had really bad jaundice, like really, uh-huh. really bad. And they were like, we're like, okay, what are we going to do about the jaundice? They're like, oh, he's getting a blood transfusion. So we'll just like give him non-jaundice blood. And we're like, okay, <laughs> you could just like do that. Like, we're just going to swap this blood for like better blood. <laughs> new blood. We're just going to give him some new shit. It's wild. This shit yeah. is wild. Wild. So, uh, yep. Okay. Well, um, it's really great news. I- I'm just, I'm glad I was asleep. <laughs> were and, you scared uh, were you nervous or were you just like whatever i was i was strangely calm yeah so i could tell like, from your text i was like dude she seems like fine with it like yeah it is even what it is before okay so the very first procedure i ever had i was awake during oh, and God. it gave me ptsd like literally yeah. anytime i went into an operating room i was having a full on panic attack. Like they would have to give me, um, like anti-anxiety medication and all this stuff. In before, trauma. Right. Before they even put me to sleep. So this time, absolutely nothing. Like I was literally laughing with the surgeons while they were strapping me down to the table. Oh my God. Absolutely nothing. Totally fine. You're just like, it is what it is. Here we go. Right. And I was, I was almost psyching myself out that I was so calm. Yeah. Like, why, why aren't you nervous? What if something right. happens? What if this, what if that? And then there was just like this, nope, it's going to be okay. This like, piece about it. Right. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. So it's nice to not be stressed about something. Right. Well, well, <laughs> not really sure what to say after that. So, <laughs> oh my God. I know. And then I felt bad that I'm texting you all this shit about me and you're I don't like, care. Going through this full mental breakdown. No, it's fine. Like this happens. <laughs> this is like the way my brain works. Every like three months, I just have like a super depressive episode. But I mean, yeah, it was. It's not torturous ever. I can function, but I would prefer to lay in bed and have nobody talk to me, look at me, nothing. Well, I don't even go through depressive episodes like you do, and I still wish for that. Okay. And yeah, so that's, it just makes it hard. Like, it's just hard for me to 
make myself go to the grocery store for dinner. It's hard to make myself put makeup on for work. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just been like a lot of dumb shit that's like frustrating me. And then like the state of the country weighs on me and then like work weighs on me. And so I just feel like I never have a minute to be like, (sighs) you know? Right. Yeah. So it's fully settled. Yeah, it's hard, but it's also just the way my brain works. So it's just stuff I have to work through. Um, But last Tuesday, when you were going through your stuff, and uh-huh. I was texting Sam about, like, how I was feeling. And, like, it's no secret that, like, Miles has been exhausting. He wears on us. Like, I don't sleep, right. whatever. So I was telling Sam, I'm like, one of these, like, days during their summer break, I want to take the big kids and just, like, us me and the big kids go stay at a hotel for a night and just like have time just us three I can fucking sleep I can have like quality time with them yada yada right so he's like yeah totally why don't you do it tonight because I was off the next day and I was like I should do it tonight he's like yeah be a good night like whatever I'll just have miles I'll drop them off at daycare you guys go do your thing whatever you want so I'm like uh yeah maybe and I like instantly start to get like anxiety about it and I'm like no, like uh, in my head, I'm like pushing it aside. I'm like, no, like you're just in a funk. You need to go like, make yourself go, make yourself go. Right. So then I'm like looking at stuff like hotels, trying to find a fun spot. Do I want to be by the beach? Do I want to go somewhere like geared towards kids? Do I want to do this? So like, I'm looking and then I'm like, why don't I just get more cheap? It's just the experience. So I'm less like stressed out about it. So then I get home and then I'm like emotional because I don't want to leave Sam. And like, I don't like going anywhere by myself. Like without you and he's like what I didn't know this about you like yeah I don't want you like I was just being very I was just very emotional like you would have thought my period was coming I was very emotional like I could cry on the drop of a hat I don't know if that's how you say it but that's how I'm saying (laughs) and so I ultimately was like I'm not gonna go because I'm not gonna have a good time right like I'm gonna spiral more so I don't want to go So the next day, me and the big kids just go to the beach. Perfect. And like the full hour trying just to get to the motherfucking beach was a goddamn nightmare. It was like, sure. such a, I don't know why it had to be such a nightmare, but <laughs> one of the kids boogie boards broke the last time we were at the beach. So I'm like, okay, I need to stop to get one because I want them. I don't want to fight over like the boogie right. boards, blah, 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 whatever. So and I was like, okay, we'll, we'll drive through and get McDonald's for breakfast. Because I had, like, been thinking about McDonald's breakfast for weeks. I don't know why. Okay. Drive through. They tell me what they want. I order what they want. And then Alakai gets his. He's like, no, this was the one I wanted. I wanted that, like, pointing to mine. And I was like, that's not what you told me. Like, you told me you wanted that. He's like, no, I didn't. I wanted that. Like, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. I had a sausage McGriddle. And he had a sausage breakfast sandwich. I was... I, I know I'm the mom and I'm supposed to like be nice, but like I was fucking irritated. So I'm like, I don't want to eat that sausage breakfast. I was just what I eat at work all the time. Right. And they taste very similar. Yes, they do. And I was like, this is not why I like made extra time to come to McDonald's. Like I was internally pissed. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, okay, it's fine. Here you go. So I give him mine. He just holds it in his lap open as we're driving, holds it. Okay, well, are, are you going to eat that? Because if you're not going to eat it, then let me eat it. Right. Like, what is going on here? 
Right. Why did you throw a fit and then you're not eating it? It was like grinding my nerves, right? And I haven't eaten and I haven't had coffee. So it's like, it's not a good situation. No. So we get to Walmart, walk all the way through Walmart, no fucking boogie boards, end up buying just a bunch of snacks, fine. Get back in the car, still not eating this breakfast sandwich. At this point, McDonald's breakfast is over. Otherwise, I would have driven through and got myself more. Because right. I was like, like I said, I've been looking forward to it for weeks. <laughs> so I'm still staring <laughs> at it. And I'm like, if you don't eat this breakfast sandwich, it's going to be a problem. Like, dude, what the fuck's going on here? Right. So then, anyway, so we ended up st- stopping at a Dick's Sporting Goods on the way. They had... Boogie board, we go, we're fine. He ends up eating half the sandwich and he offers me the other half, which I want a guy. Yes, as you should. No, thank you. (laughs) And so we get to the beach, totally chill, right? Like I lay out everything, we're hooked up. Miles is in there, so I can do whatever I want. Right. So I'm reading, like reading on the beach in heaven. The kids are playing together, whatever. It's great. So it starts to get more and more busy. And this dad and his two young girls set up like a little like below and to the left of us, but there's nobody in between us. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like that dad came with his two little girls. Like they're probably like six and four, six and three, maybe. So little. Yeah. So I start to notice like he's super high strung. Like he's, he's chewing them out about everything. Like walking on the towels, walking on the blanket, Hold your sandwich like this. I don't know. Oh, like, gross. So he was grinding on my nerves. I was just like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking dick. Like you're right. at the beach with your girl. You're at the beach. Beach with sand. Don't chew out your six-year-old for what? Like whatever. So I'm like, you know, the kids are having fun. I'm going to put in my headphones because why does everyone need to play music at the beach now? You I'm... don't need to play music at the beach. Yeah. So and it's not like, cranking their music. It's not quiet. Like it's no. not just, just loud enough for you to right. hear. No, they want the entire fucking beach to hear their music. Right. So I'm irritated. So I'm like, I've tried to read, but you have this playing, you have this playing. And now, and now you're screaming with your children. Like, damn dude. Yeah. Everybody's just shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I put my headphones in. I, I put like on tranquil music and I was just reading and like, whatever. And I was facing away from the, like the water because I was quote unquote tanning. If that's what we can call what we do. Yeah. Right. Burning then slightly, uh, getting a tint of darker white. And then if we're, if we're really fucking lucky. Yeah. Mostly it's just, um, burning and then returning to pasty white. (laughs) Sucks. So So anyways. So I get up like at one point to check on the kids and I noticed that the dad is looking right at me with his phone pointed at me. And I was like, what the fuck? So I like look at him and he like pretends to look away and like hold his phone like this way, looking away. And I was like, bro, was he fucking taking pictures of me? Like I got the sickest feeling in my stomach. Did you say something? No, because I'm there like alone with the kids. So I was just like, okay, that's weird. Like, I'm not going to lay down. I'm just going to like sit up. Cause I was in a bathing suit. Right. So I sit up for a little bit and then watching the kids play, they come up, we like eat, nothing's going on. So I'm like, okay, maybe I was overreacting. Cause you don't know, you don't want to seem like, are you taking pictures at me? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're so fucking full of yourself. Right. But you kind of know when something feels off. Right. For sure. So 
the kids go back in the water. They made like a friend. So it's super cute. They're all playing together, whatever. So I like lay back down. I'm like dozing in and out, reading, whatever. <laughs> I sit back up and this motherfucker is now hiding behind his cooler with his phone pointed at me. So now I'm like, okay, you're fucking taking pictures of me. It's so obvious. I didn't say anything, but like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is now obvious, right? Oh, I might've said something. No, I know. I should have said something. I'm there alone. I would have been like, can I at least see the pictures of me that you're taking? No, I wanted to be like, delete those photos or like, you're here with your daughters. Are you kidding me? Ew, I don't like that. Are you kidding me? Yes. So I gave the kids like five minutes and I like put my clothes back on, like packed up. And <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I'm not comfortable. I, leave. No. I don't blame you. That's so fucking weird. It's creepy as fuck, dude. Are you well? Obviously you... not. Like once I saw him like hiding behind his cooler with his phone at, pointed towards me, like hiding. Behind, I was like, okay, uh-uh, I'm not participating in this anymore. We're going to go ahead and go. Yeah. Ew, I do not like that at all. No, that creeps me out. So then I'm like even more emotional, you know, because I'm having like all this weird stuff. Right. And I get home and say, I was like, did you have fun? And then I told him, I was like, I think someone was taking photos. He's like, oh my God, honey, I'm so sorry. He's like, were you laying on your stomach? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's why. I was like, I don't care. It's not cool. That it's I violating. Go- yeah. I can go to the beach with my kids without some fucking right. creeper taking photos. It's super violating. So. Ugh. No, he was, but he felt bad. He was like, I'm so sorry. That's super shitty. I was like, I know men are so shitty. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. You didn't say anything. I was like, me too. And I didn't. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't emotionally there to say something. Oh, no, I know. I, I, yeah. I like mentally kind of handle that much more confrontation than what I was already having to handle. Like you know, on the side, but yeah, for sure. So that's so shitty. (laughs) Yep. And then, uh, and then, okay, I'm sorry. So the rest of the week was like, whatever. Okay. Then I'm at work on Saturday and we're busy. So I'm like uh, on the floor with the team, whatever, whatever, helping these two gentlemen. And the first guy like orders and then I was like, okay, anything else? Like they're probably in their fifties. I'm like, okay, anything else? And then he says to his friend saying right next to him, are you going to ask her if she's married? No. And I was just like, okay. Like, what is the vibe I'm giving off here? Like, because I don't <laughs> fucking want you to talk to me, you know? <laughs> so I was just like, haha, you know, like doing that fake, like, okay, what the fuck do you want? Order right. and move along, you know? Right. And so then he's, the guy starts laughing. It's like, ha ha ha. But are you married? And I was like, no, but I'm in a very committed relationship with three children. So I'm not interested. And then he goes, you don't, are you sure you don't want a 50 year old taking care of you? A 1000% positive. I was like, I'm good. <laughs> and so then he proceeds to tell me, Ugh. I had this drink and I don't know what it was called, but it was so good. And this is da, 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 da. like, name me something so not anything anybody has ever heard of. So I'm like, oh, was it this? Was it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And then at this point, I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, you're making me so uncomfortable. Right. So I was just like, okay, one moment. And I like went and got 
one of my shift leads and I was like, Hey, maybe you'll understand what drink they're asking for. Anyways, they're asking for a drink. They got in Tijuana, which they're not going to get. Oh my God. They knew they were being irritating. They knew they were being, it was on purpose. Like it was on purpose. And that's like what was icking me out. So yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah. fucking done. I'm in the back and then I, I like when the girls asked me, I told her, I was like, I just don't know what vibe I'm giving off here, but just because I'm nice doesn't mean people can like take advantage of that, you know? No. And they do for sure. <laughs> so Ugh. then like the rest of the week, I was just Do like, you want a 50 year old? No offense, but no offense to anybody. And when I'm 50, I won't, it, it'll be this, I don't know. I don't want anybody that's 15 years older or 15 years younger. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> I wanted to be like, unless you look like Brad Pitt, I do not need anybody 50 or older taking care of me. Right. Thank and you unless so much. you have Brad Pitt money right. and look like that, I really don't fucking care. I don't care regardless, but yeah, I was just like the audacity, Ugh. the audacity. And then I got depressed because I'm like, great. Now the people checking me out are the 50 year old men, right? <laughs> the dad <laughs> at the beach. Great. That's great. where I am in life. Which, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's, it is what it is. And I'm just like, damn, dude. I know. I, and, but I will funny. say the highlight of this current week that we're in. As a, I don't know what happened, but all three kids spent the night with Sam's parents on Monday night, picked them all okay. up Tuesday. And since I picked them up, Miles has been a completely different child. Like, has not whined, has not fussed, have not cried, like, is using all the words we've taught him, is communicating, is playing, like, not destroying Lego things when you build them, playing with it, not, you know what I mean? Like, right. Wow. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he still wakes up once a night about, but like if you wake up once a night and you're nice during the day, like I can That's do fine. it. I can right. do it. Right. So Sam and I are like, holy shit, is this please God? Is this our new normal? Please God. Well, don't bank on it because no. I don't want you to be disappointed, but I'm gonna enjoy what's here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's uh, everything. So um, in case anybody was wondering why we didn't record <laughs> last week, this uh, this would be why. <laughs> this. Liz, dude, I was like, dude, I'm not even going like, to bother asking her about recording. She needs to just rest. I like, know. Well, I'm not going to push the it. Last, the last two days that I was in the hospital, I wasn't really in very much pain, just kind of sore, but not in a lot of pain. But um, they couldn't get my, so there's different kinds of blood thinners. And I was on one kind of blood thinner. That's like acceptable in the hospital. If you're going to have surgery and stuff like that, but they work on like different parts of your blood than the blood thinners I take at home. Mm -hmm. So then they had to like transition me over. So the last <sighs> two days I was in the hospital, I was transitioning. It was literally just monitoring to make sure your body liked the medicine. Right. And taking my blood pressure every hour. Holy shit. I'm sorry, friend. Day and night. Ugh. Every hour for real? Every like hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Oh my God. 
So sorry. Yeah, it was, uh, I had a great time. Oh my God, girl. So I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad I'm better. I'm on the mend. Yeah. I have energy back. I good. I'm still not like wearing any like jeans or anything tight because I'm scared, but yeah. You know, well, we'll see. Take it it easy. Let your body heal. Right. But you had a bunch of time catch up on TV. I did watch a shit ton of TV. Yeah. I watched the entire season of Below Deck Down Under. Phenomenal. Entire season. It's Can we? so good. It's so good. I and know. I was so into it that even when I had time to sleep in the hospital, I wasn't sleeping because I was watching this fucking show. Right. It was so good. I was in it. I was so, so in it. Below Deck Down Under on Peacock, Peacock right now. And eventually mm-hmm. it'll be on Bravo. That's the one we talked about. I think we talked about it last episode, right? And like the hot captain. Yeah. I think I had only watched like the first three or four episodes last, the last episode that we recorded. Um, So much shit goes down. People get fired. And I was beyond thankful that these people got fired. Right. Like beyond. They, they were well past time. Right. Um, The new people came on. I was obsessed with. Who? The new people, the new, uh, yeah, chef all of them stew mm-hmm. loved them. Yep. The stew um, was so cute. She was so sweet. She was. Yeah. It was such a good season. And I think that it really changed my mind about below deck as a whole. Yep. And I don't know if it's just because of this crew and I didn't connect with the other crew that I started watching, but I was into it. You don't need to watch below deck any of the below decks from the beginning you don't because each season is just like what you watch where it's a new crew and even if there's returning people like asia's been on it before um i think that was it asia's been on it before but it didn't matter because it was about this season not what had happened before so you could pick up any of them like there's a lot airing there's about to be a new one below deck med is about to air on bravo and it's with the woman captain who I fucking can't stand and most of the Bravo universe cannot stand. Okay. Like, I just don't agree with her leadership style, but I'm obviously going to watch it. So when that airs, you got to watch that new one because you could pick up anywhere. Okay. But it's, isn't it a cool premise though, that it's like everyone works on the yacht. Everyone sleeps on the yacht. Yeah, it's like, where I couldn't do that. Like I could not live like that. I could not live where I work. And right. like, I mean, even I know they probably get paid hourly and whatever too, but even they have a salary. Even their tips, I'm like, okay, you did all that work and you slept like fucking four hours in the last three days and you made thirteen hundred dollars. Like I, I don't know. know. I think the money's good, dude. Like usually it's two day charters. So like $1,300 in two days, almost $700 a day. That's unreal. So they just like go home with shit tons of money and then they take months off. Like that's appealing. Could I ever do it? No, 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 absolutely. Like there's no like real structure. There's no real HR. Like it's just kind of whatever everyone decides is an okay level of behavior is what is expected. Right. Um, there's I below deck sailing yacht just ended 
But okay. I really liked this season, the Chiefs do, and the Bosun. I really liked the captain's a nice guy, but like it just depends. There's also seasons where it's like everyone's a piece of shit and you don't want to watch them anymore. Right. So I think I liked this because the cap the captain obviously is very handsome, but that wasn't it. Like it was his leadership style mm-hmm. that I loved. He was in there like grinding with everybody. He didn't just sit up then steer the boat the entire time and was like, oh, why aren't you guys doing this? Why aren't you guys doing that? Like bitching. He was actually out doing the work with them. Mm-hmm. And wanting which, to teach them. Right. Which I appreciated. I liked that. So what did you think about Bertini and Culver? Okay. I think that Bertini kind of jumped all in and Culver was kind of messing around. Yeah. I don't really like the fact that I, though, if I was Bertini, I would have thought that he had feelings for me, too, the way he was acting. Right. He was very flirtatious and very, like, he seemed very invested, um, even agreeing to do, like, this van road trip after, like. Right. To me, I agree with you. It's to me, intimate. I'd be like, yes. And I would be like, oh, he's into me. Otherwise, he wouldn't travel alone, just me and him on vacation. Right. Um, I don't, I think that he's too, like hometown backwoods to think like that I think he thought of it more as like a friendship thing and she obviously didn't um I think Culver though at the end he had me really confused because he kind of just like fell off I don't yeah, know he got weird this like homesick thing I don't know if it was because of the whole Bertini thing I'm not mm-hmm. totally sure what happened to Culver but all of a sudden he like didn't want to work he wasn't interested he was very down in the dumps mm-hmm. it was this strange dynamic that happened out of nowhere yeah he became like a different person yeah it was weird um I really like Aisha as a chief stew I've never seen her as a chief stew I've only seen her as a second um but I've always loved her energy I've always loved her vibe um I loved how positive she was yeah she's always positive dude and even when there's conflict and she's trying to like work through it she never like gets bitchy or super negative she's just like very factual well and I loved how supportive she was of like the other women that were helping her her Mm -hmm. other stews like she's constantly oh I'm so thankful for you I don't know how I would do this without you yeah yeah appreciate you like all of these really positive reinforcing words that yeah they're just words but they do mean something when your boss is telling you I appreciate you thank you so Mm -hmm. much I don't know what I would do without you that boosts your confidence in your job yeah hell yeah you have to show gratitude to the people around you so but not all leaders are like that so that that is a nice quality to see um okay moving on we have to talk about real housewives ultimate girls trip Okay, this is another one I binged in the hospital. Holy shit, this show is so good. This, today I watched the newest episode and it really, the only like theme I have in my head is this is what I need from the housewives. These girls trips are absolutely everything. Get rid of the regular housewives and just do these. Yes. But I I will say, I was like, I was like Jill. And the fact of I was like, damn, they're going to Bluestone Manor and the other cast went to like, where was it? Bora Bora. Right. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. For <laughs> but sure. it's also epic. Like, it's epic in its own right. But when you compare them, like, I would be bitter. I mean, yeah, I would be too. But I think that it's funny. And um, okay, so first of all, everybody gets there. Dorinda 
is surprising them with Jill. Like, so weird. why though? I don't know. It was so confusing to me. Like, why are we doing the surprise? Whatever. Okay. Jill's a day late. Why? I don't get it. Okay. Fine. So Vicky and Tamara come in real hot. Vicky is literally and Taylor before she even gets out of the car. I know. Where's the target? Where's this? What are you supposed to do? Is all I see is this. No, 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 no. Typical. Literally bitching the entire time. Mm-hmm. I realized how much I don't miss Vicky during this girl's trip. Yeah, yes and no. I do miss Tamara. Mm-hmm. I miss Tamara's energy. I miss her. I miss that. Tamara and Vicky. You can't do one. I honestly, I don't think you can do one without the other. I just don't because Vicky pulls stuff out of Tamara in a way that nobody else does. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I can but see I also- that, but Vicky's negativity to me makes yeah. me not want her back. I, yeah, I get that. I miss Vicky running the streets of Mexico talking about whoop it up. That was Vicky in her prime. Yeah. That was Vicky in her prime. For sure. Um, yeah, she comes in so negative, so wans me. Which um, I do get because her boyfriend broke up with her the day before. Um, there's a lot that's come out about her that fiance. Now. Her fiance, yeah. A lot that's come out about that now. He was living in Mex in her Mexico house by himself. He was having an affair, had this other woman in and out, all this shit. Like Typical there was more shitty man. Yeah. Like there was more to it, but yeah, it was sad though. She was she was not okay. No. And I don't blame her. No, you can't blame her. No. Like, so yes. And then Eva. Okay, I did not understand this cast. Like when it first came out, I was like, I know. this cast is random as fuck, dude. Like I agree. We haven't heard from Phaedra in years. Years. I am living for yeah. Phaedra. And she's epic. She's fucking epic. She is a comment. She is the voice of the show. She's a commentator of the show. Yes. And everything she has to say is hysterical. It's so funny. I never watched the Atlanta Housewives when Phaedra was on. So I never understood like the hype behind Phaedra. I absolutely am obsessed with her. Yes. I would watch a show with just Phaedra, like about her life. I love, yeah. She's hilarious. Her her energy is so good. She's calm, but funny. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I like her in this group too. And so then good. freaking Eva, uh-huh. <laughs> this girl is just a walking like joint the entire show. <laughs> like, I think it's hilarious. She does not give a fuck. Like she's lighting up on this show. Like, I think it's pretty dope that they're airing it. Like it's nothing. Yeah. To me, I'm like, it's so normal for women to get plastered drunk, to drink, to have a cocktail in their hand all the time. Like, it should be more normal for people to smoke weed where it's legal. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. I get I get how it can be seen like that. But I just think it's so fucking epic, dude. She's I just... think it's so funny. And she, her dancing when they got to the weed store. Yes was hilarious she's she so happy so excited she's, so she's like this is all i ever wanted i'm yeah. so happy oh i bought extras blah blah blah. like so, yeah everyone's stoned right so fucking funny i would love to see vicky high oh it would be great she'd okay. probably chill the fuck out yeah the only person that's really 
I think that there has to be one person that like bothers mm-hmm. like the viewers for mm-hmm. every season. This one by far is Brandy, obviously. Brandy is so out of line with most of the things she says. I feel like she's really just saying stuff to get airtime and to like mm-hmm. stir the pot. I don't even necessarily think that she even agrees with half the stuff she's saying, or it's obvious that she doesn't even think about what she's saying before it just falls out of her fake mouth. Like she's a wreck. She she's is an unhinged. absolute disaster. She's calling mm-hmm. Eva's husband a mangina, which I don't, I didn't even know what that fucking was. It's Never not okay to say to some about somebody's husband. That's no, not okay. Like calling him a mangina, tell like going off on Dorinda, telling everybody, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Like it's so yeah. appropriate on every single level. Yeah. I yeah, can't. no, I agree with you. Like, I don't really have much to say about Brandy because I think she's kind of like a shit person. And I don't like that she just thinks she can say whatever she wants and throw her hands up and back away. However, I do agree that, like, it feels like Vicky and Tamara are just, like, ready to rip her throat out. Because Tamara said, shut the fuck up to her first. Nobody said a word. And then Brandy flies off the handle and then it's a problem. So like, right. I don't know. I see slightly both sides, slightly Brandy's yeah. side, but I still find her irritating. I, yeah, I do slightly see Brandy's side in that particular instance. I don't know that Tamara was necessarily telling Brandy like immediate, shut the fuck up right this second. I think she was more like an instance, like when this happens, maybe oh. you should shut the fuck up and then it would escalate. Makes sense. So, which, I mean, it's like semantics, like, yeah, it's it's still inappropriate. It's still inappropriate. She still shouldn't be coaching a 50 year old woman on when to speak and when not to speak. So I do understand that, but I don't know. Brandy really needs to learn when to shut her mouth. Like no offense, but you're saying things like asking the waitress or the waiter, if his wife is a lesbian because of her eyebrows. eyebrows okay but the whole interaction is funny because they walk past the kitchen she sees her she's like she's really pretty she's a lesbian like she just like says that like it's nothing so then (laughs) while they're doing dinner service she asked the man during dinner service is she a lesbian right it was during their coffee thing so he was the like main chef or the cook, whatever he's going around dropping stuff off at the table while they're doing their coffee psychic reading, which that was weird, but whatever. Right. And she said, are you married to like the female chef? And he said, yeah. And Brandy says, Oh, I thought she was a lesbian. Yeah. And then and who you was could it? tell immediately he's so uncomfortable. He's like, I'm um, not, not that I know of like, yes, yeah, doesn't know true. what to say. She's oh. inappropriate. And then Phaedra goes, what makes you think that she's a lesbian? She goes, her eyebrows like what I know and I love Eva's effort Eva's like it was obviously a joke guys like she obviously didn't mean that Brandy immediately no I'm serious her Mm -hmm. eyebrows I love Eva's energy like she's just there to fucking vibe out she's there to get to know the women hang out roll with the flow like she's the word of wisdom all the time or voice of reason I guess is a better way to say it but I don't know I really love her I know I, I thought with two Atlanta women, Atlanta gets a little like buck wild sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like kind of off the handle, go off on every little thing. So I thought with two Atlanta women, I was like, oh shit, this could get really crazy. But mm-hmm. they're the most calm, level-headed mm-hmm. women in this whole fucking house. Yeah. 
And we need to talk about Vicky and Dorinda going at it like the very first night, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I kind of understand why Dor- I don't understand why Dorinda got unhinged because like Dorinda, girl. But Dorinda's getting unhinged at least twice an episode. She's she's a little Psycho. loony in her old age. Yeah. She's a little loony. But I think what set her off is when Vicky was like, I have friends that died from the vaccine. Which is obviously not true because she couldn't back it up with anything. And that's what pissed her into off. But she's like, no, don't lie. Don't right. lie. Like, if you if you have facts, cool. But don't lie. So that, that's why Dorinda was like, oh, yeah. Then there's going to be a unicorn on my driveway in the morning. Like, over and over and over with this <gasps> goddamn unicorn. I, okay. Shut up. I do think that it was inappropriate that all of the rest of the cast was under the assumption that everybody was vaccinated yeah, and the whole cast was not vaccinated. Whether you agree or don't agree, I feel like when you're in a group setting and being filmed and stuff like that, you, there shouldn't be any miscommunication about that. And if the other cast members didn't want to film because you are not vaccinated, I feel like that's their choice. And if you decide to lie, that's not cool. Like, yeah. at least be upfront with the situation. Like, right. oh, I'm not, but I'll I'll test three times in the week prior. Like, you know what I mean? Right. But <sighs> Vicky had <laughs> Vicky had COVID within a week of when she went on this trip. That's I know so inappropriate. I know that the CDC guidelines are different now. I know it's like five days after you test positive, you don't mm-hmm. have fever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know the rules are different now, but it's still a little like sketchy. My thing is, if you're not disclosing that information up front with everybody, then you're lying. Right. And, and, and then you, and then if you're lying, that makes me think that there's more to the story than you're saying. Right. And I don't even necessarily fully blame Vicky. I also blame Bravo and producers. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. they should have notified everybody before everybody got on a fucking airplane to go fly to BFE, Maryland and Massachusetts, Massachusetts, whatever. Yeah. New England Mm -hmm. and film this. Like, I think that people should have been told about that. I agree. So Um, I just, I, I don't always love watching Dorinda come unhinged because she can be kind of nasty, but when she's just like on a loop, like saying the same crazy shit over and over, it can be comical. Like it's comical. Like, I don't know. It's one of those things. that's so bad. It's interesting. Yeah. That's Dorinda. Yeah. She's so unhinged. She's so off her rocker. She literally sounds like a crazy old cat lady. And She's so bad. It's so bad. But you're but like, it's so such good TV. Right. Like, what else is she going to say? Like, now she's talking about unicorns. Vicky's like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> Poor Vicky's like, I can't win. So I'm just going to say sorry, dude. I, I do feel like Dorinda is so bad this season. Like, she's really going off on everybody at the drop Before of the hat everything. over everything. every little thing. And for Vicky to no longer feel the need to argue back because she's not going to win is a problem. It's wild. It's a problem. Right. So then during it becomes unhinged at Tamara first thing in the morning, <laughs> coming downstairs, getting ready to do morning aerobics because of food they're eating in their room, which later is found out that every single woman is eating in their room. This um, is also though, like I understand during this point, 
However, this is like day four. Yeah. And the approach was really bad. Yeah. And it's just barely now getting brought up. Um, Excuse me, ma'am. You literally dropped off cupcakes on their beds. Right. So like you're not helping us out here, sister. What are we supposed to do? So we're supposed to take these cupcakes from our beds, walk downstairs with no shoes on because we're not allowed to wear shoes and eat them downstairs and then walk back upstairs to go to bed. Like, right. What? Right. Yeah. I just don't like her approach at Tamara either. Like very belittling, very like treating her like a child. Like Tamara said, I'm sorry. Now let it go. But she just like would not let it go. And then Tamara screams or starts crying. Then she tells Tamara she doesn't need me crying. Then Tamara screams at her and causes this whole thing. But I'm like, I'm on Tamara's side. I don't think that was appropriate on her in this part. And I would have been crying too. Like I'm here at your house. I'm trying to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to respect your house. I didn't see your fucking sign in the bedroom. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't see this little tiny four by six sign that's just put on a nightstand with everything else that's on the nightstand mm-hmm. like why didn't right. you say at the very beginning when everybody showed up hey just so you guys know like sometimes there's you know I just worry about rodents and stuff so if we could just not eat upstairs that would be really great I would appreciate it I agree it would be really simple so this uh, this season is epic like I am it's- so in love I'm laughing out loud yes it's so good yes literally laughing out loud which I thought I think it's the best. Like, yes, the housewives, obviously we've talked about this, but the housewives have gotten to a point where we don't laugh anymore. Like we watch them because we're interested, but not because we necessarily are like obsessed anymore. Mm-hmm. But these girls trips I'm obsessed with. I'm They're so like, good. It's amazing. Like I want more and more. Mm-hmm. Me too. I hate that. It's only like seven episodes. Um, but I was listening to Jeff Lewis's podcast and Tamara was on and I guess they got like one, one extra episode out of the season than they originally thought they would have like with the content. So I don't know if that means it was supposed to be six and now it's seven or it was supposed to be seven and now it's eight. I don't know. But yeah, but Jeff Lewis was like, Oh, does that mean like a bigger paycheck? And then she's like, well, yeah, because they're using more of our content. I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cool. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to listen to the Jeff Lewis thing, but I don't want to sign up for another subscription. No, you can listen to it on Spotify or Apple. It just isn't. Oh, it's just probably comes out delayed. Oh, yeah. Because I What's just that? like looked it up on Apple and it popped up and I was like, OK, so I think that like he's he broadcast live on Sirius XM or something. And then it comes out yeah. later on others like as a podcast. Right. Oh, so, that's easy. He's just very crude in it. Like he was talking about his colon a colonoscopy he got, and he was talking about like how the doctor was super hot. And does he think the doctor was hitting on him? And was the doctor penetrating you? And he was asking these questions, like all this stuff. And I'm just like, okay, but like this is the first five minutes of your episode. <laughs> you know, wow. so, so he comes just, in hot. Yeah, he's kind of crude. But he's speaking of colonoscopies, uh, Travis Barker has been Jesus Christ in the hospital the last couple of days mm-hmm. for pancreatitis supposedly right. that he says came from a colonoscopy. How does that happen? <laughs> like, honestly, it can't happen, right? That's not a thing. I don't, I don't know, but it seems fishy. Yeah. It seems like he's just blaming it to blame it. 
it seems fishy that, I mean, a colonoscopy, they're only in your colon. They're not even in your small intestine. And right. so to get, to get an infection all the way in your pancreas, it would be a lot of backtracking. I feel like for an infection. <sighs> yeah. So it seems maybe it's legit. Odd. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just seems, but it's, it seems odd. Yeah. I agree. And it's been this whole thing where like, he's tweeting, God save me. His daughter's asking for prayers. And I guess he's just like in a crazy amount of pain because that's what happens. Like you are in a crazy amount of pain. So who knows how serious it is. There's all these reports. Courtney will not leave Travis to side in the hospital. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that's obviously not a weird thing. Right. That doesn't mean he's dying tomorrow. Like anybody would be by their spouse's side. They're annoying. Yeah, I thought that was, I don't know. It they're I feel like they're making a bigger deal about it than what it is. Yeah, it seems extreme. I I think that maybe his pancreatitis from his alcohol abuse, and he just doesn't want to blame that. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I thought the same thing. As soon as I said pancreatitis, I was like, wait, that's primarily from alcohol. Like mm-hmm. alcohol is a big cause for that. So yeah. Very interesting. So I watched Beverly Hills Housewives today. I did too. Everyone is ripping into Diana on social media. Like all the fan pages, everything is yeah. like pissed at Diana. I, this is gonna, nobody's gonna like this, but I'm team Diana. I am too. I am too. Like, I think. What is confusing about that? Why is that confusing? I think it's no secret that Sutton I think Sutton is a piece of shit. I have not liked her since day one, episode one that she's been on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that Diana is not afraid to go against Sutton. Mm -hmm. Diana has her own platform. Diana has her own money. Diana has her own everything. And she doesn't give a fuck what Sutton says in their socialite groups. Diana is rich as fuck. Yeah. She's filthy fucking rich. Like her, the back of her car is full of Birkin bags. Banksy's like Birkin bags can be $2 million each. Yes. Okay. So this woman's filthy rich. So anyways, she just lays it out inside. And she's basically like, you're not going to bully me anymore. You're not going to like, you can't pull this over me. You're a piece of shit. I see you for what you are. And then all the other women just don't like it. Cause she's mean. It's like, okay, well, it's deserves it. Well, and it's not like, yes, Diana is being mean. Don't get me mm. wrong, but Sutton is giving comebacks that are equally as mean. Exactly. So yeah. I don't understand why Diana's the only one that's in the wrong here. Right. Right. Yeah. Sutton, wants, Sutton wants to villainize somebody every season. It's mm-hmm. very obvious. Last season it was Erica. This season it's Diana. Like mm-hmm. Sutton wants to pick on somebody. She's a bully. Mm-hmm. And Diana's not putting up with her bullshit. Erica, I feel like last season was, she did. Fragile. She was, but she was super fragile. She was too weak to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of lashed out a couple times and then that was it. But Diana's like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting up with this. I'm not dealing with this. And if you want to be dirty, then let's be fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it too. I, I was waiting for something like really big and controversial for her to say. And I was like, I don't get it. What's. What's wrong with what she's saying? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Um, 
Yeah, that's kind of it for that episode. I don't feel like there's really anything else exciting, right? No, I, the only other thing that I know that they're going to br- start bringing up Erica's drinking pretty soon. In these last two episodes, Erica was absolutely plastered. That's true. Um, I don't. I don't think it's a big deal. I think that Erica has been so buttoned up and she's finally comfortable with this group of ladies. And mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me a group of girlfriends that somebody doesn't get plastered or whatever. You're out on a fucking boat. You're on vacation. You're doing all this stuff. Like, well, and she's also like on antidepressants, which amplifies it, I think. Right. And she's also depressed. Right. So she's letting loose and trying to have fun. So I think there's a lot of factors here that. Yeah, I don't. Do I think it's a great idea? Yeah. Do I think it's a great idea to take antidepressants and drink alcohol? No, but Mm -hmm. I also, Erica's not the only person doing this. I'm sure all of the women on the cast are doing this. It's just not affecting them the same. Or they're all on antidepressants or some kind of something. Right. They uh, have a little more practice drinking on their antidepressants. Mm -hmm. Erica's new to the whole antidepressant game. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Do I think Erica is drinking too much? Yeah, probably. But Erica is also going through um, a major crisis in her life. She's depressed. She lost her husband. She lost her entire lifestyle. She, not that it wasn't extravagant. It was, but that's still detrimental to you. Like cut the fucking woman some slack. Right. I agree with you. I am. I'm not hating Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. Like I'm entertained by it. Yeah, I am too. I don't necessarily like drop everything I'm doing to watch the any of the housewives, any of them. No, I, I do know. stop what I'm doing to watch Ultimate Girls Trip when the Kardashians when they're on. Um, and now I'm really liking Jeff Lewis's new show. Yeah, so we started watching that. I'm all caught up, and I'm pissed that it only comes out once a week. I'm gonna put a new one tomorrow. But I'm really loving it. I love it as much as the first one, and. Jeff Lewis has changed so much. Mm-hmm. So this new show is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Freebie this, or whatever. Yeah. And this one focuses on his jobs that he does with celebrities where before he focused on jobs that he did with um, just like normal, rich people, normal rich people. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's focused on celebrities, which is kind of cool just to way see cool. the interactions between um these people and to see kind of how they work and what they accept and things like that when it's going on in their home. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it. And Jeff, I love it. Calm down so much. It's he's so calm. He's so kind. He's so much like kinder. Mm-hmm. I love that Zoila's still on it. I love that um, his contractor is still. Why did I just lose his name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <sighs> Frank. I know. Yeah. Frank is still his contractor. His contractor the entire time he had his Bravo show. So, right. and I started, I restarted flipping out from season one on Amazon because they have flipping okay. out seasons. Um, and I forgot how shitty he was to people. Was <laughs> like terrible. he was really terrible to people. Really awful. Um, yeah, I I feel like that shit wouldn't fly anymore if it was no. In today's climate. Absolutely not. But he was really terrible, like calling people dumb pieces of shit and stuff like that. Like, right. Yikes. Um, um, I'm curious to see what's going to go on with him and his assistant because it seems like I know that his assistant is also his roommate, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It seems like there's a potential for more. 
Well, he does have a boyfriend right now in real life, and I don't think that's him. Oh. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has a, a boyfriend in real life. That, the assistant gives me, like, little brother vibes. Like, okay. like I'm going to take you under my wing, and, like, yeah, you can live here. You're cool. And you know what I mean? It's I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah. So, yeah. It's just shit on TV right now. Loving that. I feel like there's something else too. Dubai. I haven't been watching Dubai. I don't think I watched the latest episode. Um, just because there's so much fucking shit to watch, dude. Right. Yeah, I haven't watched. I don't think I've watched the last two episodes, but I honestly don't necessarily feel like I'm missing out either. Mm-mm. I feel like that. there's there's nothing in the news about it. I on all the Bravo stuff that we follow on social media and all the updates and stuff. I have not seen one post about the Dubai women at all. True. So I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily just us. It's, it's for sure a filler show and I haven't um, needed a filler show. Right. I feel that. So I haven't been watching it. Um, Also Southern charm came back. Oh fuck. Southern charm, dude. I love it. Obsessed. I love it. Absolutely love it. love it. I'm so happy. I uh, think that it's really funny that Madison was on the episode for a whopping maybe 10 seconds. Literally. And um, I enjoyed her more than I did Austin and he's main character. I hate Austin. <laughs> Such a piece of shit human, dude. I love that one of the pages that we follow calls it Muppet Mouth. Because yes. It fucking cracks me up. It's so funny. Um. I love seeing Paige and Craig from Craig's point of view. I right. love it. He's so like, like just head over heels for her. It's so cute. I know, but I do think it's going to be interesting with this whole Naomi thing. Like I know that Paige knows, but how in depth does Paige well, know? Have you seen the timeline of when everything happened? No. So in June or July is when Paige or Craig and Naomi hooked up and Craig and Paige were dating, but they weren't exclusive. They weren't nothing. Like they were just seeing each okay. other and seeing other people, just like he was with Kristen Cavallari, I think. Okay. And then um, by the time August comes, which is when Catherine's party is like mid to late August, they are not boyfriend, girlfriend, but they're exclusively dating at that point. That's when we're seeing in some, um summer house when they make things more exclusive so that's why well that's why when then we saw that clip where craig was explaining why he's frustrated with austin and he says yeah austin like out of me to page and page goes yeah i already know he told me some friend you are so page is already aware of like the timeline and like what's going on i think what the issue is caused by naomi and craig is the rift between him and Austin now because of the way Austin is treating this information. Like what? Sense. They slept together? I didn't even know that. I didn't even, he didn't tell me. He's such a good liar. Like, why is it about you? Why is this? Right. Why right. is him sleeping on Naomi about you? So, I don't know. Right. Well, and I wouldn't tell Austin anything anyways because he runs his mouth to everybody that'll listen. Right, Muppet mouth. Right. <laughs> like, like, you don't shut up. You don't you like tell people information and you skew it to make your story better. Right. He's a fucking liar. So he reminds me of somebody. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm worried about Shep and his girlfriend. It's not going to last. 
And that makes me sad because I'm like, Shep, you actually have like a really good thing going on. Right. And because you have Peter Pan syndrome so fucking bad, you're going to miss out on it. And that sucks. And she's okay with that to some extent, but it's not going to last forever. No, it's not going to put her foot down. Well, and even in like previews of episodes to come, he's like screaming at her and stuff like that. Like, yeah, no, that is not acceptable. No, absolutely not acceptable. So I don't know. It's going to be so good. And then the end, Catherine going fucking balloon, ballistic. Right. It's It's incredible. Like her makeup all over her face. Like it's unreal. Like how awful. I think it's her makeup, but also at the beginning of the party, she said something about how she had like just done a peel or something in her face, like her chin was peeling. And so I think part of it was her makeup was like bleeding, but another part of it was she probably had so much makeup caked on and just as the day goes on, as the night goes on, it starts wearing off. And when you already have like irritation there, then it looks worse. And then you have a camera and then you have this. I know I feel bad for her because it looks really bad. Yeah. And then she had red lipstick, which draws attention to that area. Anyways. So I don't necessarily think that it was all lipstick. Like it, like it necessarily appears to be, I think part of it could just be the problem she was having with her skin. Makes sense. But either way, it looked terrible. Yeah. She's a nut. She's still a nut. She is still a nut. And I don't know how this new man puts up with her as long as he does. Well, they're not together anymore. That's what I mean. Like, they were together for a while. Yeah. So over a year, probably two years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, I think it'll I hope that they show why and how they broke up and all that. Cause I'm kind of interested to see even this first episode, their relationship looks toxic as fuck. Yeah. It's weird. So that'll be interesting. Well, I think we're out of time. Ugh. I think we are. That was so much to catch up on. It really was. We need to do a girls day where we just sit on the couch and watch TV. I would love that. I would literally like dreams. Goals. Yeah. Just get like some frozen pizzas uh-huh. and just chill the fuck out. Yep. I'm down. We'll plan it. Okay. We'll plan yeah, it for one of it. these. For one of these weekends. All right. I'm in. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode and for coming along on this roller coaster of a ride of our last two weeks and unloading right. and whatever. Um, I'm glad you're here. And you're we're, glad you're, we're glad you're listening to us. Right. Good Lord. We're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> of it. course, we're always on Spotify, iHeartRadio and Apple podcast app. Go like subscribe and download. And then of course we're on Instagram at relatable reality podcast. Thanks guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>